The Book Thingo podcast is a lively discussion about romance books, culture, and expectations. The Book Thingo gang are reunited for episode 76, and it feels so good. We recorded this episode on Gadigal Country back in February, while Gabby was home visiting family and friends. Book Thingo would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this episode was recorded, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also acknowledge the contributions of Australia's Indigenous people to our shared literary heritage. Welcome to the Book Thingo Podcast, talking about books we love, especially romance. Kill a fairy fast on the Book Thingo Podcast. Welcome back to the Book Thingo Podcast. I'm Kat Mayo from bookthingo.com.au, an Aussie blog for romance readers. Gabby and Rudy join me again for a truly chaotic episode. But first, we'd like to acknowledge the changed conditions that we're all living, working and reading in due to COVID-19. As we practice social distancing, we're looking into alternative ways to record the show so we can continue to bring you regular episodes. We hope you'll find some comfort in connecting, laughing and reading with us. So please, be kind to yourself, take care of each other, and enjoy this episode of Book Thingo. You can find information on the titles and authors that Rudy, Gabby, and I mention in this episode by going to bookthingo.com.au slash podcast and clicking on episode number 76. And if you're on Twitter, you can live tweet while listening to the show using the hashtag BTPod. Actually, most of my reading recently has been terrible books that I enjoyed live tweeting in their terribleness. Are you about to start a fight with Americans? (laughs) (laughs) They deserve it. Oh, my God, why? They're the worst diaspora. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I don't think you can put this in. Surely you can't put this in. Oh, maybe. I feel like I'm entitled. I can say it. Mm. I have relatives. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) I'm scared. What are they going to do, Gabby? They're going to make... Spring rolls. Aren't spring rolls? They're obsessed that. with spring rolls and they call them chicken egg rolls, which I don't even understand what that means. Egg rolls, that's the thing that I don't understand about Americans. Like just when they refer to spring rolls as egg rolls, I'm like, what makes oh. them an egg roll? Is that what an egg roll yeah. is? Yeah, it's, it's just not... a spring roll. It's, it's a, a spring roll. roll. Yeah. Where's Why the is egg? the wrapping made of egg? I don't know. Maybe there's an egg wash in it to seal it, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's pastry. <laughs> so did you not know that they were called they call them egg rolls? I thought that was a whole different food. Nah, nah, I had to Google spring rolls. it. I didn't realise. You know what they do call spring rolls? Like the Vietnamese fresh spring rolls. With the um, Rice sticky paper. wrapper. Yeah. yeah, which is understandable to distinguish between. But the yes. problem is Filipino, it's called lumpia. So there's fried lumpia, which is the spring roll. Yes. There's fresh lumpia, which is not a spring roll, which is close to the Vietnamese spring roll. Okay. And then there's like lumpia, which has no wrapper, which... The translation is like naked, <laughs> naked lumpia. It just sounds like a salad. Sure. Is it but a the salad? Thing, yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> but salad is really boring when you're Filipino. Like no one orders a salad. Okay. Like that's only when people are trying to be healthy. Okay. But the problem is like every time lumpia comes up in a Filipino-American novel, it's always just fried spring rolls. I don't understand the obsession with fried. It's literally the most common spring roll, like the most common lumpia. It's like saying sweet and sour pork. <laughs> Is like the quintessential Chinese dish. I'm like, not getting so it. I'm actually. Things. Are you understanding it now that you've compared it to it's sweet and sour pork? pork. And like okay. butter chicken, it's like is butter chicken oh, the representative of Indian exactly. cuisine? No, it's okay. Yes, I get it. Because yeah. Anyway, there are many problems with diasporic writing, and yeah, it's just really fun to tweet about. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you remember when? You had, I'm going to call it a rant, about how your chair in the studio yeah, should always be left empty. Sure. You've sat in the wrong fucking chair. Yeah, this is my, my chair. chair. No. That's my chair. Are you kidding? No. This you're is always my chair. The other, it's no. actually throwing me off because you're on the wrong side. What do you mean? On this chair. This I have to be chair. against the wall. I can't be there with nothing to protect me. You're always, you're always there. Here. Are you kidding? That's like you. Even I remember Gabby, so it must be true. Listen, right? In Korea, they drive on the opposite side of the road. So I've actually just reverse engineered this in my mind. I'm on. I'm on. I'm doing the right thing. You're on the driver's so you're side. Sitting in the wrong chair. 
But yeah, anyway, I just, <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I'm Kat. I'm Gabby. And I'm Rudy. It's a reunion show. <laughs> Audience cheers. <laughs> Sound effects. <laughs> can you please? I know you're opposed to sound effects, but can you please put that in? I'll think about it. You should ask why it's a reunion show. Why is it a reunion show, Gabby? Because we're back. Yay. Yay. This is, we really aren't used to being together. No. This has been, it's been one full year, right? Like, yeah. We last recorded around this time last year. Our, a little bit longer than a year, actually. The last time that we did a recording, all three of us face-to-face, was our Valentine's episode. So we would have done it like a week before Valentine. So, yeah, we're pretty much longer than a year. Because I think you actually left the country on... 13th of February. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that some of us made a change in their reading and personal life in order to make more time for books. Did someone? Me. That was me. That was me. I I am that someone. I thought it was one of us. (laughs) Um, No, I tweeted about this. I said, in the dying days of 2019, I managed to read... Oh... Four books, five books. And I continued that for the first two weeks before I fell into old habits. But still, I read many books. <laughs> You're just really Amazing. determined. <laughs> I'm really determined to have, like, a fucking audience applaud me. That's all I want. Aww. Oh, please put it in. That's all I want. Um, if I say that you will get one. Okay. Which like, one do I want? No, 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 no. I'm, uh, not ask, I'm not asking for – you don't get to vote. You don't get to choose. <laughs> if I commit to doing the sound effect, yeah. will you please stop? <laughs> Fine. Did you like any of them? Yeah, I loved them. Um, the ones that Rudy recommended to me, the Jesse Mihalik. <gasps> Polaris out. Rising they and so good. Aurora Blazing? Oh, no, other way. Aurora. Oh, no, it is Polaris Rising, Aurora yeah. Blazing. Okay, sorry. That just sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. <laughs> Both of those were amazing. I did prefer the first one to the second one. I'm excited for the third one. Is it a trilogy, though? Yeah, okay. no. Longer. I don't know. Oh. There's so many siblings. I want that to it be. It could oh, go forever. Okay, so it's one couple pair books. Yes, yeah, that's okay. the, that was why I suggested that Gabby try it. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I was like, recall you've mentioned this. Yeah. I feel like it would be really cool. This is probably the fourth time that I've said this to you. (laughs) It's like the energy of the Hidden Legacy series, but it's one couple per book. I wish that there were lesbians in it. I feel like that would really elevate it. And I feel like it... It's lending It would, yeah. 100%. Like, I feel like like queer relationships would work. Flourish in the world that she's built. Like, there's no... there, There doesn't seem to be any, like, societal barriers to that world. Yeah, and sometimes... Having relationships exactly and sometimes in dystopias usually it's a biological imperative to be straight but it's like no doesn't seem to be the thing well the next books on my list are actually going to be some of the ones that amazing anna cowan recommended oh my gosh everything that she was just saying and then she said she lived in berlin i also lived in berlin i know i know and she did a writing degree i did a writing degree she's using her writing degree i'm not but still (laughs) Still, <laughs> what else? What? How else are we similar? We both read fan fiction. She likes K dramas, kind of. There's just lots of things in common, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm reading all the things that she recommended. Did you get really excited that one of the ones that she recommended was also one of your New Year's reads? <sighs> Do you know why? Like validation. It's like getting the best validation in the entire world. Like when you see someone that you admire and that you love and you adore. And then they're like, hey, guess what? You're a person too. <laughs> oh, I was like, fuck, that feels so good. It feels so good. What was the book? Work For It by Talia Hibbert. It was incredible. Like, Talia Hibbert, I really do enjoy her stuff, but none of her books have ever really, like, gripped me the way that that book did. I always thought that her books were kind of, like, light but with an element of shadow. Oh, yeah, I like, get that. Not incredibly dark, like still very lighthearted, but I don't know. I wouldn't call them fluffy. There is just that little bit yes. of like 
something to kind of make it not like sickening sweet. I agree. Yes. Yeah. But work for it, I feel like was totally different. Mm. Work for it had so much angst and so much feeling that, I don't know, it was like overwhelming to read. I haven't Do you read. Do think I like it? Will? No, I reckon it's too long for you. <laughs> Does it have too many words? Like, yeah, there's a lot of feelings. Like, there's, there's a lot so of words. many feelings as well. Like, they talk about their feelings a lot. Mm. I find that really boring. Yeah, I know you this do. This is why and I don't like, think it. It's not, the first chapter, actually, I didn't really like that much because I thought, wow, this guy is a wanker. He is so full of himself. He is so into his own darkness and pain that he's not even considering the world around him like i know that's like obviously emblematic of what he had been through and because you don't know him it's like quite intense to read something like that in the first chapter when you don't really know a character and there's no setup for knowing this character like this is like baptism by fire like this is you getting to know him and so i wasn't going to keep reading because i was like no nah, this isn't my jam this is so overwritten that's what i remember saying i thought it was really really overwritten but then not overwritten at all. Perfectly written, actually. Yeah. I thought it was a very, very good book. You should just read it so you can join in the conversation. That would be cute, Kat. I did that for beard science and it didn't work. I don't know that that was a very good decision. It's a yeah. very readable book that is bad. She's going to kill you for saying this, by the way. Like, she's <laughs> gonna... not smart. <laughs> it's not unique. There was nothing smart about it. Do you know what? Penny, like, bite me. <laughs> Penny, let's go meet you outside. I know smart okay. books. Have a bake-off. <laughs> oh, my God. With not, I can't bake. Like, Neither can her heroine. Um, I actually did a fact check with a friend who at one stage had a baking business mm. about her the heroine's method of baking one cake at a time. And she didn't even hesitate. She's like, she's obviously not making money. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. It's not very smart. No one expected you to like it. Yeah, like I didn't tell you that Including you, would like you. It. You didn't expect to like it. So we told like, you you wouldn't like it. You actually should be thanking us. You shouldn't be holding it against us <laughs> that we recommended you this book. I also got really into hockey romance for a really Ooh. short period of time. It was like a burst of lightning, but gay hockey romance or MLM hockey romance because there are expected nothing less queer characters and things like that and that they were some of those were really amazing the first one that i read was called tough guy or was it i need my goodreads i started trying to keep track of my stuff through goodreads me too but it doesn't work i also don't think that we're friends on goodreads good i don't want anyone to see wow. what I'm <laughs> i just think it's not like it's a very personal thing you know what you read and when you read it because I'm doing a Goodreads reading challenge for the first time ever. Really? Yeah. I just find Goodreads as a platform when I first signed up. I found it super annoying because it would just send me so many emails. And I could never be bothered to turn off the email notifications. So it just, they sit in my spam folder. So, like, I was really resistant to Goodreads for a really long time. I don't like my different things to talk to each other. Yeah, I understand that. I'm a good li- Goodreads librarian, so mm. I obnoxiously like it. Just because I, don't I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I can either. add books. I can change books. How did you Book get those details? powers? But you're not a librarian. Because so in the like, early yeah. year, it's not you barely a read real as well. <laughs> I'm so fucking confused. In the, to olden days, in the olden days, you anyone would, could be a librarian. I need you to explain this to me because, like, what does that mean? So you can add a book. You can add a book edition. You can link the same books like together if they're on separate entries that are not linked so you know how there's australian editions uk editions american editions sometimes they'll be listed separately because they've been added separately as a librarian you can opt to like select them and go these are the same books. data management pretty much that's pretty impressive You you can update the metadata i think i requested it at some point because i was reviewing a lot more then I was actually reading and reviewing. The glory days. Yeah, those were the days. The glory days of book thing. <laughs> when I had time. <laughs> now we're solely a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Do that's you... an improvement maybe. <laughs> when I found out that you have a blog post from Anna Cowan sitting in the archives that you have not published, oh, my man. mind exploded with rage. I was like, how dare you malign Anna Cowan. Queen Anna Cowan. Do you know what? Because, like... Can I confess, it wasn't even just her. It was supposed to be a series on K-drama, so there's, like, about five of them. Holy... I was going to say. So we share... Well, Kat 
has a calendar that I have <laughs> access to because if we're organizing a recording or if we're scheduling a podcast release, those were the days when we actually used to release things. Memory. <laughs> Because, oh, <laughs> like, I'm honestly, I'm sitting here being like, we're recording, but like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Forms. we are a very prestigious Australian romance book podcast. In fact, I would say the preeminent Australian <laughs> romance. <laughs> so there are, there are plenty of times where I have joked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There are so many times where I have spoken about like you don't need to make every yeah, every relationship that you have a podcast. Yeah. And I think maybe Kat is that's what Kat's doing now. She's like, so this episode is for just us. <laughs> just for us to reflect and ruminate, I think, on our reading. Because I feel listen, listen to my point. I feel like if we actually reflect, then we can be reflexive. <laughs> And change and change our practice. Did you join right? a cult? <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay, but okay, Goodreads. so Goodreads. Hmm. Goodreads reading challenge. So, Gabby, how many books have you set yours? Listen, I did set it at 60, and I thought originally that was fine. I used to read a book a day, right? Like when I was younger. <laughs> I <used> to... <laughs> in the olden days. <laughs> Again, in my glory days, I used to read a book a day. So I thought 60 isn't too bad, right? That's two books. No. A week. One book a week. Yeah. 1.1 book That's a week. A, yeah. A little bit, little over one a week. 60 divided by 12. Five. Is it? It's like a clock. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean it's like a clock? It's 12. It's oh. 60 minutes. <laughs> Who makes that connection? I do. Did twice. you make that connection? Once she said it, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. But, but, um, so that's five books a month. That's a little over one book a week, which doesn't sound like a lot, does You're it? You're going to have to read novellas. But then, so I was starting the year and I was reading a book a day. Like, I was doing really, really well. I was re regaining my glory days back, you know? The feeling that, like... That did you feel really powerful? Fuck, I did. Like, I felt like, oh, my God, I was young again, you know? <laughs> I was, I was finally doing what I was meant to be doing all along, reading. But then, I don't know what happened. I think I started traveling again, and it just makes it really difficult when you don't load things onto your iPad and you don't have a cellular iPad. And I know I always talk about how good digital books are, but they're only good when you have an internet connection. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, yeah, that's 60 books is my answer. How, how many? many have you done so far? 13. Oh, so that's pretty good. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Am that's I more than I. More that's more months, than me. Two months in, so. Maybe that, no, maybe that's 13, including the five that I read last year. I was going to ask, are you counting? Are you? Let me go to my reading challenge. Just a second. Just need to check some good reads. So I've read 10. I'm behind, aren't I? No, I'm not. No. No, I'm on track. So if I go and read some of the recommendations that Anna Cowan put forward in her podcast app last time, then yeah, I think yeah, I think I can do this. Yeah. Rudy, you lowballed yourself. I did. Yeah, you freaking I couldn't handle failing for my first one. Oh my so I set it at thirty. I have had friends point out that that's ridiculous and that I definitely will read more than that. Mm. But I don't know because like you don't need that pressure. I really don't. And I also think that like the busier I am, the more likely I am to do rereads and I'm not counting rereads in Same. my reading challenge. I'm only counting books that I'm like reading for the first time. So this is a little less than one a week. And what are you at at the moment? I think eight. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm on my ninth at the moment. You're doing well. You're doing well. Yeah. I will say in teaching, there is a pedagogical theory that says if you set the bar low, yeah, then you will only ever reach that. You'll never exceed your potential. No, look, you're right. <laughs> a little while ago, there was a discussion on Twitter about like, what's like a fucked up thing that a teacher has said to you. Oh, and, yes. and I remember when I was in year three, 
my teacher told me that he didn't want to put me in the gifted and talented program because I wasn't actually gifted or talented. What the fuck? But my mum had insisted on having me put in it. When I had eventually talked to mum about it, she was like, yeah, because high expectations. And then like, she was like, it would be no problem if you didn't actually, like, if you struggled or whatever, it would be like, whatever. But if we acted like you were capable Mm. of those expectations, strong chance that you would be for that exact rate because she was a teacher. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I get it, and you're right, and I. But and I also was like, I don't want to fail. <laughs> I I just now I have more motivation just, yeah. to succeed though because. Well, I think I have to read twice as many books as you. You know, mm, like that's pretty yeah. brutal. If I get halfway and it's really ridiculously like I'm ahead, then I might raise it. Okay, but I also I've never done a goodreads challenge before so i've never actually tracked how many new books i read in a year i feel like goodreads is such a foreign space to me like yeah. i don't i've never been part of the good 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 read good line good line i've never been part of the goodreads community and i know that a lot of shit goes down on goodreads yeah like that's where the freaking like snarky they worse than facebook 100 percent. like they're really because it's like a proper devoted like this is our sole purpose is to be here and talk about books so it gets so fiery sometimes and like we only get the aftermath on twitter which i love like i love just reading about the drums but not being part of the drums just observing yeah. it so but yeah it does seem like a very foreign beast to me which is why, which is why I'm a little sad that you were refusing to be my friend on Goodreads because it is, it's a scary place. The thing is, because I only know a few people. Like, I don't review the books, right? Do you no, know? neither do I. But then I feel really guilty because there's all these boxes that I leave empty. And it's like, do you want to post this to your timeline? I'm like, no, it's not even a review. It's just me saying I read it on this day. Oh, yeah. So I keep, I keep telling it not to post things to my timeline. But I've decided the books that I'm reading for the challenge, I'm going to do a star rating. That's what I've been trying to do. And then, like, otherwise. Yeah. Because I occasionally, if I if I come across something I'm like that I've read, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just add that to my shelf. But I can't be bo- – anyway. It's How do you process. do it? Yeah, you've Teach done it Teach us before. the ways. You've done a reading challenge. Teach us the ways, Goodreads librarian. Yeah. I find reading challenges tedious, so if you to participate in them. Like, I actually it's don't so know why you're here. Like, you I think it's because I fail at them all the time. about anything. Well, I fail at them all the time, so there's okay. no point. Um, but Goodreads, so I set the bar low. Yeah, like, no, I don't want to set the bar at all. Ten books. Um, <laughs> but I don't treat it as a social media platform. So you I don't just treat it as my yeah. Well, I do have a network of people, and sometimes I'll read the timeline to see what other people are reading. But I very rarely interact. Actually, I just realized it might be beneficial for me to be your Goodreads friend because sometimes when I stop reading, when I finish reading a book, and I'm like, oh fuck, that book was so good. I don't know what to do. I want to ask Rudy for a book wreck. But it's like it gets ridiculous when you you are reading a book a day. I can't go to Rudy every single day and be like, Rudy, recommend me a book. You know, like she's not she's not my book recommender. Like not that. a robot. Yeah. Despite sure. my lack of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Goodreads, this this would actually be a good way for me to just see what you're doing and copy yeah. you. I actually, uh, I feel like there is at least one person who is maybe either we are being influenced by, an, by a third party and I just haven't noticed or she's following what I'm reading. Oh my God. Like, it's a bit creepy. You have a good. It's not like it's not not in a not in a creepy way. I just I've noticed that like, not long after I add certain books to my shelf, like there is one particular person who will suddenly have started reading. I'm not bothered by it. I just think that it's interesting. I think that it's a very deliberate kind of like. Do you know what I mean? Why would you care? Okay, you don't get the nuance, okay? There's nuance. I don't really care. When people when people have to make the effort to read diversely, but they're not willing to do the work themselves or they don't know how to do the work themselves. To find new authors? Yeah. That's why you're probably that's, that's but actually probably that's what I do, so that's why I don't care. That's why you're I feel a like good we're allowed to do it. librarian. <laughs> yeah. You're expected to you're set just a jealous trend. of my superpowers and good. I'm just, I, actually, I, I'm like, baffled yeah, by it. Because 
so often I've seen authors kick me out now because I'm useless. Oh my god, I'm gonna so often I've seen authors tweeting they're not allowed to be librarian because I know, and like because such and such a thing, and I need to fix something on, and so they try and find. I always assumed that you had to actually be a librarian. No, no. Is there a Goodreads podcast? The, um, could I? Could I? The vagina, whatever it is. Oh, Jesus, what? No, no, no. The, <laughs> then I don't know. Vaginal fantasy what? podcast. Have you not heard of them? I, th- I don't think they podcast anymore. But they're one of the biggest like reading podcasts, and they were Goodreads based. Okay, let me look it up, please. Because I need never to heard explain this. The Virgin do, Suicides. Do Aussies say vaginal? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, they say? I don't know. Vaginal. Vaginal. Maybe. English <laughs> is not my first language. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Anyway. I'm going to look it up. I almost don't want the you to. The reception here is terrible. Yeah. Australian internet is Vaginal really Fantasy Book Club. That actually sounds a bit disgusting. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about Vaginal this. Fantasy. Like, is it hosted by Gwyneth Paltrow? I am a No. <laughs> I am a prude. Good breeds. <laughs> Good Was that funny? Was that funny? Yeah, that should be the name of her book book club. Yes. (laughs) It was from 2012. Like it went on for a while. Look, I really thought that I was onto something there, and I was ready to start a revolution. But it's been done by the vaginal podcast and the vaginal people. I don't like guys. We have to stop saying. I actually think I have become British since living in Korea. Have you really? Like. Even you don't show shoulders in Korea. No one shows their shoulders. Oh, you don't show them. I thought you no. were saying you don't touch them. And no, I was like, show them. Like you oh. wear sleeves. Like nothing low cut. Like You've always worn sleeves. Well, that's a personal preference. <laughs> but now I'm at home in Korea because they don't show their arms either. Just like me. There you go. But no, I do really think I've become prudish. So I'm sorry if I seem a little bit shamey. Just remember, I'm suffering from reverse culture shock. I don't care. It's not my podcast. Oh, it is actually your podcast. No, like, I mean is... vaginal fantasies oh. in my podcast. <laughs> I thought you meant this is <laughs> We finally broke it up. It's ours now, Rudy. Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Good it's read. a very clinical term, though. Vaginal. Yeah. Yeah, like use a euphemism to make it sound more romantic. Well, it's one of the. I'm just like. Weeping or. <laughs> the moist channel, that's mine. Oh my god, the vaginal podcast on the moist channel. Yes, <laughs> yes. It sounds like a medical podcast. Was it? What was it actually? Why are you guys so uncreative? It's just like a bunch of people who like talking about smutty books and they call them their podcast vaginal fan. Or they like talking about smutty books and fantasy books. You know what? I don't appreciate being spoken down to like that. (laughs) That was really rude. And they used to... um, they used to do YouTube, uh, like Google Hangouts, and then I think Um, they released it. Maybe it wasn't a podcast. Maybe it was just video. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you have to backtrack everything I said. Who knows? Whatever. I, I know you're all going to look it up. You can something tell me if I'm new wrong. and different for you. Backtracking, <laughs> Backtracking. and being wrong. <laughs> I'm so energized by the Twitter feedback I've gotten about people who have exactly the same, like memory loss. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, as me. Have you got a lot <laughs> of competence? I have a few people. Like, I have a few. I, I have a few people. Well, I think it's a little bit unfair because I sit next to you as a fellow brain hole person like i don't have a good memory at all and yet you feel you only see, like you only have validation from others that's really hurtful Kat. no i think your memory's fine mm, it's not it's really not <laughs> no what would you say rudy <laughs> rudy's face yeah we, that's a trick question neither of you are particularly gifted or talented (laughs) when it comes to memory okay good because i was in the gifted and talented program they kicked me out eventually i was gonna say not because your mum made (laughs) made the teacher though it was earned (laughs) i'm just trying to try i'm trying to add you but i don't know how this works i don't know how it works just follow her you need to find her and then follow her. You know, mine's yeah. connected to my Facebook. That much I know. My favorite. I won't let it talk to Facebook because I don't like Facebook to do anything ever. No, I think it's easier on the actual website rather than the app. I am on the website. You are. Yeah, and it's really not working. You know, my favorite Goodreads feature is 
when you look at someone's profile, there's a little button called compare or little link and you can act, it'll show you the books that you've both read and then your star ratings. Is there really? Yeah. I knew you'd like this feature. And then you could be like, oh, they have really bad taste. Like how could they five star this terrible, terrible book? Oh like God, I'm so scared. Just because I'm searching, this doesn't mean that you should malign me right in front of my salad. It's my favorite. And then it will show you books that they read that you haven't. And then you, so that you can like, if you've forgotten to put it in your bookshelf, you can say read or want to read or whatever. The thing that I don't like about Goodreads is, because I just tried to search for you yeah. and no yes. search bar came up. It's not user friendly. I it's really not, but it was also like search for through your Google Mail list, search through your Facebook no, friends. Don't do that. That's really annoying. It's like I don't want other people to know the dirty <laughs> books that I read. They are very Why private. Not? They're okay. private. I don't want my like uncle knowing that I read a oh, book called your contact list. My yeah. contact list, like you use your social media platforms for completely different things. If it was Twitter geared, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. See like, my. If you are not a romance reader, it is easy to make fun of romance. Yes. But this is the thing. Like, when you, you why is it that Goodreads is so linked to Facebook? That's a great question that we should answer. Capitalism. Yeah, fuck, that's the answer to everything. It really is. Does it I, have to link? No, no it doesn't. Why can't, I search, why can't I search for friends just by emails? Why can't their email just be the thing? Why does it have to be through? Oh, see, and because I mean? my, because, and also because, like, the email that I used when I set up Facebook is really, really old. Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can find both of you guys. And then um, I'll tell you how I did it because I don't really okay. actually I know. follow you. Go oh, okay. <laughs> find me. That's great. I want you to find me. Point but two. then I also think it's funny. Anyway, this has turned into a good This is such review. a weird. I kind of like it though. I like it too. Yeah, same. So I, I'm standing by it. There's five stars, but yes. the five stars seem very strange in like and not applicable to what I would say. I love them. No, no, but you know how, like, five stars, like, amazing. Like, I loved it. Oh, my God. And three is, like, it was excellent. And then no. two is, four is excellent. Yeah. And then three is, I liked it. Would you give something you liked three stars? Don't you think that's, like, a bit low? No. Two is, I didn't like it, but I think somebody else will. That's how I rate it. And three is, it was bearable. <laughs> this is very interesting. We are very different people. Like three is it was bearable for me, probably okay for most people. Four is I lo- I I liked it, but it had some um, problems I couldn't get past, or like problems that Four. couldn't let me justify five. Yeah, and then oh five is God. like yay. Can we talk about the books that we've actually managed to read in our challenge? Yes, so please. Far? The first one I read was by Ainsley Booth, and it was Wicked Sin, which is. The fourth in a series. Um, I have not read any of the other books in the series, but I don't care about reading order. Yeah. So. Like I gave my th- the, my first book of the year two stars. That's not because that's not what I wouldn't. I'd probably give it a three because to me three is average. Right. Mm. Yeah. Two is really low, but th- two stars. Anyway, maybe I should redo it. But it was Off the Ice by Avon Gale, which was your recommendation, Rudy, after I told you I was on my hockey kick. Mm-hmm. And it's MM, but then I got real weirded out because it was a um, student and teacher, yeah, university level, which made was meant to make things okay. But I don't know. Anytime, like people play into that teacher student dynamic, it like really grosses me out. I don't know. It really yeah. makes me uncomfortable when the first like listen like in the blurb. Oh, he's hot for a teacher. No, no, you should not be so hot he's for a teacher. Own teacher. Yeah, because yeah. he's. He's obviously an adult, but he's studying at the same time as being an NHL player. And his sociology professor is, like, real tough and real tall and real hot. Any teacher who uses their personal experience this much in a classroom, you should be looking out for that person because that is not the most reliable content. You know, like, anecdotal evidence is not a reason (laughs) for you to, like, back up sociology theories you know <laughs> like it's nice but give me something greater like maybe more systemic but anyway sorry your turn oh okay so i read cat sebastian no i lied that wasn't the next oh thing God, that i read i was gonna say did we read our second book of the year as unmasked by the marquess together do you say marquess or marquess 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 or marquess marquess so do i that's oh, correct. I'm probably wrong. No, I think it actually is Marquess because I think there's an author 
who wrote it phonetically in one of their books. And I was like, I hate this. Oh, God. So I still say Marquez. Sorry, um, everyone. No, sorry. I just, I realized that that wasn't, the next book that I read was Work For It by Italia Hibbert, which we have discussed. Um, and I gave that five. Because what did I give it? that book is a five. I also, oh, no, that's the I was going to say, did you? I was like, did I give it 4.3? Because you yelled at me yeah. when I, I don't even know what I said, but I evidently, I wasn't effusive enough. <laughs> And so you yelled at me. <laughs> Are you going to go on to your book three? Or Yeah. So then after work for it, I read, this was why I remembered that I read Cat Sebastian after reading Talia Hibbert and Cat Sebastian suffered for that a little. So I read A Duke in Disguise, which I know that like literally everybody has already read, except you two. It's MF. And so it's about... Verity, who, like, her and her brother own a bookstore, and Ash is Verity's brother's best friend, and they've both kind of been in love with each other for a while, but they're friends, and it's all very, like, fraught. One of the problems that I had with it is that, like, I kept expecting it to be really light and fun and funny and it was actually quite serious <laughs> and it was one of those things where it was like because I'd just come off a book that I had really loved and then was reading something that was not what I was expecting it to be and like so it took it took ages for me to actually get into it so I ended up like I gave it a four stars but it, which that's pretty high. Is that's the thing? Like it's pretty high, but it it probably could have been higher if I knew what I was going to be reading. Yeah, yeah. If expectation and reality had actually met. Yeah. <laughs> like anyway, you go next. Yeah. Um. Okay. So... Well, yeah. We're not relying on Kat. She's not playing this game. I haven't read anything. Yeah. I know. You can sit quietly no. while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That was really condescending. I'm so sorry. You're not sorry. I am. That's why I said it. Um, so I read Off the Ice. Then I read Unmasked by the Marquess, which, like, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I don't know. I do like Cat Sebastian a lot, but I think very much um, I expect to like it more. It's so fucking strange when, when you go into a book with those expectations. Like yeah. yeah. It's almost unfair. It definitely is, because then have to remind yourself that just because you expected something doesn't mean that it wasn't good yeah exactly and it's still or great even yeah it was good but i don't think it had the same impact as some other books that i had been reading but yeah i gave it four stars so clearly i liked it a lot but i think i i've been reading really like emotionally dynamic books um which isn't to say that wasn't emotionally dynamic. <laughs> this is so fucking hard. I know, right? I know, this I is, know. This is why stars exist. Exactly. So let's just say I gave it four stars. But I followed it up with Game Changer by Rachel Reed. And that was really good because it had, um, it was, again, a hockey romance novel. Um, yeah, listen, I went through a bit of a stint. So I read Game Changer and Goalie Interference um, by Avon Gale. And, yeah, they were good. They did what they needed to do in that time. I wanted to read hockey romance and they were great hockey romance novels. Yeah. Well, the next one that I read was The Lawyer's Luck, which is a novella. I think I sent you a message about this. It's an inspirational romance. Oh, that's right. You did. And yeah. And I was like, why the fuck are you reading inspirational? You are the least likely to read inspirational. <laughs> or are you the most likely? It's not the first inspirational I've ever read. I've oh. not read any. But I also want to read a Catholic one and I don't think they exist. Mm, they would. They surely. definitely would. Surely. It doesn't feel like I'm being good. Aren't you the one that goes on about being a good Catholic? No. Speaking of Catholics, just some Catholics getting some Ash Wednesday Ash. <laughs> God. But why would you post it? Because you get to show people that you're a Catholic. It's clout. Like, literally yeah. strangers in the street can see it because you've got Ash in your forehead. Did you go to Ash Wednesday, Matt? Yes. Did you get Ash? Yes. Did you keep it on? 
Did you take a photo? Posted no. it on Instagram? <laughs> Do you know about Ash Wednesday? Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. I don't know about your Catholic knowledge. That's pretty obscure knowledge, Ash Wednesday. Yeah, and Pancake Tuesday. Okay, no one gives a <laughs> shit. It's called Shrove Tuesday, all right? It's not pancakes like you with your sugar. It's I didn't even know about Pancake Tuesday till I came to Sydney. Shrove Tuesday, both of you. And it's not... <laughs> They really oversell it. You don't eat pancakes. You eat flour, water, and that's it. No, it's too easy for the pancakes. Eggs. And eggs. But no sugar. There was no sugar. I don't know. Whatever. I, I eat pancakes Maybe on Pancake Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. I'm glad that you're observing really traditional <laughs> Tuesday. That's actually... No, but what do you do? You Hollandaise. Do Hollandaise Tuesday. That's so hard. I've made it. Have you? Yeah, do I you made it. Thermomix? One of um, Alex's... No, I made it by hand. And in my <laughs> wow, tiny freaking kitchen, good. one of Alex's co-teachers came over for like a Christmas dinner and she wanted eggs Benedict. That's so specific. <laughs> I only have very... one burner in my house. <laughs> I only have... In my apartment, I only have one burner. So I had to do poached eggs and then like wow. all the sides with just one. But I did it. I read a review of The Lawyer's Luck right before I started it, and it was something about the Christianity representation not being particularly good. And then, that's right. So I was reading, I was like, I don't understand what is wrong with the Christianity representation because, like, actually, Christianity is bad. So, anyway, I think what that reviewer meant was, was that she herself is a racist because it's a historical set in America. And both main characters are black. And, like, I really can't see any other reason to shit on the Christianity representation of that. But it did not seem all that, like... That's really It didn't seem out there at all. Anyway, even though it was inspirational... Mm. It did inspire um, you. I was going to say I actually quite liked it. Oh. I gave it a four. But, yeah, no, it didn't, um, did not inspire me to... Continue. But a four is a really high number. Yeah, four is really high. Yeah. It's but a four's good like, book. Mm, maybe I'll read some more of this author. I was going to say it didn't inspire me to become a Christian. Oh, uh, that's not what inspiration is. <laughs> I should wait till you finish the sentence next time. I'm very sure that's not what inspiration is meant to do. I was like, do. is it actually evangelical? I don't, think it's, I don't think it's meant to convert you, but like. Just to inspire you in your life. But like, it does have like, it has faith at its core and this very much did but like how did you feel about was there sex on on the page yes was it sexy sex it was a wrap interesting it's quite a it's quite a subversive book Mm. subversive inspirational book or subversive book I don't re- I haven't As read someone... enough inspirational I know, to I'd be really I'd be interested interrogate to like to, to really have like a, an opinion on this but I'd like be interested to know but I thought that it's a fairly subversive romance so i feel like that would follow that it is a fairly subversive inspirational romance i guess that's a good logic i'm not going to go through the rest of my list oh okay well in that case can i just double check were if there there's any anything... standouts though rudy recommended or told me or forced me to read brazen and the beast and i freaking loved it um, I liked the wallflower wager as well. Tessa I haven't Dare. read it yet. It's really good. I think. I think I remember reading it. The one that kind of was a bit upsetting or not really my jam was Rebel Hard. Rebel Hard. Oh, yeah. Rebel Hard. Rebel Hard. I assume. Oh, interesting. Which, which one? Rebel Hard. I, I've just been saying Rebel Hard, but I it might actually be Rebel Hard. So that you can like actually. like it's, <laughs> So it makes sense. It's an action. Otherwise like <laughs> Rebel Hard makes sense. What are the sense. rest of the tiles in the series? Let's see. You haven't read it, Hard play number two. Rebel Hard. Rebel Hard just doesn't have the same ring. But Rebel Hard doesn't make any sense. I know. But, like, if the other titles don't make sense, then it doesn't really matter. I rated it three stars. I actually don't think that I would have given it that. I have 25 highlights, all on private. Nana's breasts were sulking. (laughs) I like sulky breasts. What? I fuck really does like it, it mean? Just because it's so funny. It's not funny. I hate it. They're not. Look at my boobs. I'm having a bad mood. <laughs> I actually hate it. I actually. I didn't know you that. He said simply. Now when I think about my mirror future, tonight and see if my boobs can sulk. Can your boobs sulk in a bra, or must you be braless? Braless. Because I assumed braless, yeah. and then I was like, but they must be uncaged. Can... Yeah, because like you're too like. Put. Yeah. Like they're not sulking Put. when they're like no. 
but does soaking mean that they're like the nips are down lips? <laughs> like they're pointing down. It implies droops. It does yeah, imply. It does like because soak is like when you soak with your face, it's kind of like you're pouting. It's like you got pouty <laughs> boobs. <laughs> like what muscles have I to assume, move I to make soak. your boobs soak? Your shoulders, Gabby. Yeah, soaky breasts. Yeah, pouting nipples. <sighs> Do you know what? I've actually read Pouty Nipples. So have I. It was Lisa Valdez. And you know what? I fucking loved it. Loved a Pouty Nip. Pouty Nip, I can accept. Sulky breasts? No. That's where I draw the line in the sand. I think I'm the opposite to you. What? Pouty Nips are so cute. You need two lips to pout. No, Pouty is kind of like... You've got two nipples? Yeah, but Pouty... are pouting together. No, but Pouty is kind of like red and flushed and kind of like... Plump. You know, like... We're getting into anatomy. This should be a separate mm. episode. Well, Pouty nipples were sulky breasts. No, but just like imagery <laughs> in romance. Can we call love the that. episode Pouty nipples and sulky nipples? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Highlight highlight books. Sorry, were you done with. Let me just really quickly check because we're still on me and I really like it when I get to talk. So let me just. No, um, Brazen and the Beast. Three stars. Three stars. Yes. What? What did I get? Oh, that was you. That you was gave me. it three. stars. I actually read it. I know. Oh, that's so very proud of myself. Um, yeah. Other than the Jesse Mihalik books, I can't remember reading one of these books, and there was a Lebanese character in it. I actually think it might have been Aurora Blazing or Polaris Rising. One of them, someone was Lebanese or half Lebanese, and I was like, "Oh my god, rep! Yes, that's how starved I get." Authors. Please write more Lebanese characters. I'd love to learn more about them and myself. I'm just thinking about like how I've never come across an Aboriginal character. <laughs> Don't make me sad. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <sighs> Listen, your Don't, shirt. Just well, look at that, your shirt. I know. And then we'll be reminded. But it's that thing of like, this is not an invitation for people to tell me about. The Aboriginal characters that are featured in the books that they've written. I, I guarantee I don't like that. <laughs> hey, I've got a fact. I haven't read it, but I don't like it. <laughs> Stay out of my mentions. So I don't know if you will love this or not. Yeah. But I read Mangoes and Mistletoe, which is by Adriana Herrera. I've heard of this. I know, because I told you, you about it. They're both contestants. It's FF, and they're both contestants in Not British oh Bake Off. Holiday Baking. If you never watched Holiday Baking Championship. Is that a real show? Like, Holiday Baking Challenge is definitely a ripoff of Holiday Baking Championship, which is one of my favorite seasonal TV shows of all time. Oh, okay. Because in my head, I was like... Oh, it's Great British Bake no, Off, but not. No, it's so wrong because it's American, really. Like, the original one is American. It's horridly amazing. Oh, her grumpy baking partner. Oh, my God. So this is like Cupcake Wars because they, they don't have baking partners on Holiday Baking okay. Championship. Well, so in this, they, yeah, they're partners. And one of them is a professional, like, with the, all of the teams, one is a professional and one is an amateur. Yes, home so they get, hustler. Mm-hmm. So they get head up mm. and both of the heroines are dominican mm-hmm. and one has grown up in america and the other one has grown up in scotland scotland dominican republic are you sure the show is being Baking. filmed in scotland oh, so they fly to scotland <laughs> this is the best smutty ff romance i've it was so smutty <gasps> is this the smutty ff romance that i've been looking for maybe because that's but... my issue like i don't read a lot of smutty ff I need to, I I need to warn you because expectations, right? Tell me, it's a novella. That's okay. That's okay. I knew. I'm still gonna read it. Good, because it's smutty. I really enjoyed that. I I read that. Someone last else. Week. You know what? Someone else. Oh, KJ Charles actually said it was a great British Bake Off type reality show. Maybe people haven't watched Holiday Baking Championship. That's devastating. Because Hol- haven't you seen The Princess? A princess movie? Christmas Prince. No. No. Christmas Miracle. Nope. Christmas Wish. I know what you're talking about. It's the movie I did not watch it. With Vanessa Hudgens. I've seen that, but I can't remember anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we bother? I just wish that you guys had the same intense love of cooking shows that I did. 
I barely look. I'm lucky to know what Great, Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I'm lucky to know what that is. Yeah, I've never watched it. I know. I've seen a lot of tweets about it. There's a lot. The Princess Switch. <gasps> did you Google it? Yeah, she did. Obviously, a, she did. You're a cheat. That sounds great. I'm going to read it. Okay, good. And I'm also going to read His at Night. And I'm also going to read all the books that Anna recommended. I don't know how we're ending this. Like, final thoughts, something. I think Cat. I think we need to have, like, a call to action for Cat <laughs> to also join our reading, our Goodreads no, challenge. I hate it. I don't think you should be resistant to it. I actually think it would be really beneficial for us and for our podcasting for us to keep track of the books that we read. And also well, just for you Goodreads. to read. Yeah, but that's it. Like, you don't have to – you can just set, like, a 10-book challenge. I was going to say 12, so it's just, like, one a month. Yeah, that's nothing. I'm already be, I'd already be too behind. Fine. You can put eight, okay? That's good. That's really low. I'll put one. Okay, fine. Put one. <laughs> just but just to, join us on our Goodreads challenge. Just to join challenge. you, right. Just to join us. And then it would be nice because then we would have – we might be able to, like, compare and contrast with, like, concrete evidence as opposed to – I think I remember this one time that I said this. Also, because like, Kat does that thing where she reads a book, she reviews a book, and then you mention the book to her and she suddenly has a different opinion on the book. <laughs> you are allowed? It's not that I think you're not allowed to do it. It's that you often do it without realising and also when you're doing it in the moment, you refuse to believe that you're like you, doing it. You know how I have really high expectations of books? I feel like you have really high expectations of me. I feel like it's not unreasonable to say that my bar for someone calling themselves a book blogger <laughs> is that they read yeah. and blog. <laughs> That's all for this episode. Huge thanks to our audio producer, Rudy Bremer. I hope one day I will actually meet her very reasonable expectations of being a book blogger. You can find the show notes for episode 76 at bookthingo.com.au slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other listeners like you find the show. Stay safe and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode of the Bookthingo podcast. In the meantime, please visit us at bookthingo.com.au and have a fabulous fortnight of reading. Look, yes. But also like... shakes the rain. (laughs) (laughs) The cat on the railway train. <laughs>